Welcome to Connection Requested, the podcast about making better connections with other humans, one guest at a time. I'm your host, Mark Tweddle, co-founder of You Tell Yours, providing online events to create stronger connections in your group, community, or team. I started this podcast because I rarely know the people who request to connect with me on LinkedIn. But whether it's Facebook friends, LinkedIn connections, or followers as they're called everywhere else on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, whatever, social media doesn't easily provide the kind of meaningful connections that I seek in my life. This is episode 16, and it's the beginning of December 2021. This part of the year, the trifecta of stress events, is all about connecting with family, both conventional and chosen, and of course our friends. So I think this is a good time to end this first season of the podcast while we focus on those connections that we've already made. This year, I've met a lot of wonderful people and I've learned a lot about podcasting as well as connecting. For season two, I think I'll change things a little when I come back in January. I say January just so that I can hold myself accountable. Next season, maybe I'll do some longer episodes with interviews, maybe even a few stories of my own. If there's something that you'd like to hear, do let me know. But first, let's hear this week's guest. I've known Lee Allison for a while, and this episode was recorded the day after we had Thanksgiving together, where I beat everyone at Scrabble. Yes, this lowly engineer beat his professional writer wife at Scrabble. And Lee is my witness. <laughs> let's get started. Two minutes to tell the story of your name with no preparation. No one else can tell that story better than you. You are the subject matter expert, after all. I'm not positive of the origins. If I recall my mother saying that her father liked the name, maybe it had something to do with the name Leanne or Lee. And actually, my family calls me Leanne. And when I was born, my mother tells me her intention was that would be my full first name, Leanne. But she spelled it because I come from a family of simple folk, phonetically L-E-E-A-N-N. And so when my birth certificate was typed up, it was Lee, middle name Anne. Allison, my mom was like, that's not what I meant. But I was like, why didn't you give it a cold French spelling or something? But no, 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 no. Simple Midwest people, we don't do fancy. My family called me Leanne forever. And it wasn't a bad name to grow up with. There's not a whole lot derogatory you can make out of it. I got Leanne Pian, you know, I got stuff like that. Really not a whole lot you can do with it. My older brother used to call me Leander, which is an old Roman name. I don't even know where it came from. It was good. When I left home, an awfully early age, I I kept it. It was Leanne Allison, which, by the way, is three first names. Throws people off all the time. If I had a nickel for every time I was called Allison, I would be wealthy and retired somewhere right now. But when I went into the military, I ultimately was running out of money for college. I was, I was by myself. I was very young and I'd grown up a military brat. I decided to go in the military and then it became Lee, middle initial A, Allison, and I became someone else and became a new persona and somebody completely different, but still leading to my family. Thanks, Lee. I wonder if in this digital age, there will be fewer stories of birth certificate or registration errors in people's name stories. My family name Tweddle was Tweeddale only a few generations ago, and then probably my ancestor couldn't write and the registrar couldn't hear the mumbled last name. Or, of course, maybe they had an accent. Anyhow, you're getting to know Lee, the lady of many first names. Let's hear Lee's two-minute story, starting with the words, My first job. My first job, as with many things in my life, 
came about because I was ticked off at something. I didn't come from a rich family, but my parents, you know, we did okay. They came from pretty poor backgrounds, but they worked their way up. We didn't really want for things as kids, but we also weren't overindulged generally. However, when my sister, who was several years older than me, which I like to remind her, was younger, my parents got her horse. She loved horses. My parents got her horse, but she had to pay ultimately for the board and the upkeep. So it was sort of a, a trade-off. When I hit the same age, they asked me if I wanted a horse or a car. And at that point, as much as I love horses, I was all about school, kids, boys, car. I wanted a car. So I got my feathers used below up on impact pinto. Thanks, mom, dad. I got a car so I could drive back and forth in school. It was great. And at a certain point, I guess I made one too many phone calls to my mother asking for gas money. And she was like, listen, you're responsible for gas. So it was a little like, we'll get you a horse, but you have to pay for all this stuff. You had a car and you pay for gas. And I think she really expected me to stop driving or do something else. She worked. So I was on the phone with her when she's telling me this. And I was pretty ticked off. But by the, by the time she got home from work, I had a job. So in my teenage head, I was flipping her off. Fuck, oh, hi, I got a job. Ah. She totally backed me into that. She absolutely maneuvered me into getting a job and earning my own money and not calling her and asking her for handouts anywhere. So I think my first job as a cashier in a grocery store came about because I was pissed off at my mother, but she roped me into it. It was just one of those things that's kind of funny because I, I don't really remember the specifics of the conversation. I just remember her sort of like, you need to drive less. You can't be driving that all the time, blah, 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 blah. And we, oh, yeah, I don't think I yelled at her. And I went out and got a job like to show her when probably that was what she was trying to get me to do. All she had to do is tell me I couldn't do something and would be like, hold my beer. It just, just makes me laugh. He worked me, man. Thanks, Lee. I love that story. More specifically, I love that parenting method. So much so that I've seen my own sons taking mental calculations, trying to figure out if I'm using negative psychology to get them to do something. You're too young. There's no way you could load the dishwasher all by yourself. But I wouldn't use it on you, the listener. No, no. But what I am telling you is, you really shouldn't listen to Lee's story about connection. You got that, didn't you? You should. Connection is an interesting topic for me because it's been a struggle for me. Particularly in the last few years, I've been really focusing on kind of healing, really trying to make a connection with myself. Learning to love myself has been one of the hardest challenges I've ever had. And yet, now that I'm on the upswing of that, where I can feel that acceptance of myself and that love for myself, it's the best journey I've ever been on. My life is so much better. And it's not that the outside has changed much, it's that the inside has changed. And I'm a much happier person. I really came to a head where I realized that I always felt on the outside. I always felt like a third wheel, fifth wheel, always on the outside, never part of. Some of that was being a military brat, moving around a lot, all these other things, some disconnection from my family at an early age. But ultimately, the way to get past that has been to connect with myself and to find the things that bring me joy and to find the things that satisfy me. And they have very little to do with anything that I get from other people. It has much more to do with what I do for myself and then what I put out. This blog project I've been working on has been about me writing about my healing and kind of connecting outwards and saying, hey, this is my story. This is what I've learned. It's built around my relationship with my horse, which has also been an incredibly powerful connection for me, not just because of her and that being a childhood dream that's come true, but also because the people that I've met through her and the community that I've been able to build and find around her as well 
it started me on that journey. And then writing about waking up and writing about that is my way of also connecting outwards to other people to say, hey, this is my story. This is what I've discovered. I like the way that Lynn puts it as it's like a service to other people to say, this is something that I've discovered. This is what it meant to me. This is how I see it. Maybe this helps you too. I know from prior storytelling events, it was amazing to me to follow in that I was telling something that was, you know, an event in my growing up life that was so deeply personal to me. And yet I can't tell you how many people came up and said, you know, in my family too, in my family too, in my family too. And since then, I've shared a little bit with people who've been like, oh yeah, we never talked about it as a kid, but in my family. And we all had that. We never talked about it. We assumed it was just us. We were weird. We were the outliers. But in reality, we all have this common experience. We all have these common struggles. None of us are outliers. But I still think that you really have to know yourself and have a connection with yourself so that you can feel like you're always at home, even if it's just you. Thanks, Lee. What a wonderful story to end this season with. We need to share our stories so that we can discover that, as Lee said, we all have this common experience. We all have these common struggles. Our stories are the mechanism, the tool for us to connect with others so that we can be seen, feel heard, and be the unique individuals that we are. So now you know, Lee is awesome. You can connect with her on LinkedIn via the link in the show notes, and you should also check out her blog at thegreyhorsediaries.com. And you can contact me on LinkedIn or send me an email to mark at connectionrequested.com. If you like this podcast, please share it and review it on your favorite podcast player. But most of all, keep on having fun, making the best of connections. 